Hi, my name is Matthew DeBilliers. I'm an administrator sales clerk for Table Mountain National Park. I've uh, been in my position now for almost four years. And I do mainly the issuing of access cards and permits for Table Mountain National Park and national parks. And um, various other admin duties. Obviously, being a national park, uh, we have certain uh, regulations we have to follow. So when Table Mountain was uh, taken over by Sandparks, yeah. um, basically that came with these activities, yeah. which you normally wouldn't have in a national park, such as fishing. Yes. It contradicts conservation, which is why we have the permit. Yes. So the management came up with a plan to manage these activities, and the management plan was the activity permit. Okay. Um, so you basically have various activities for the park, uh, there's three different levels of activities. On the three levels, those prices also vary. The level one would be your dog walking. Yes. So most areas in the park, people can walk their dogs. Um, level one is dog walking. Level two, you're looking at paragliding and rock climbing. And uh, level three, you're looking at your horse riding, your fishing, and your mountain biking. If you do have a, a level 3, for example, it does cover your lower levels. So if you have a level 3, you're covered for everything, basically. You can't do uh, two activities at the same time, okay. but yes, you're covered for everything. So, for example, excuse me, if you're riding your bike, you can't walk your dog as well. Okay. People like to do that, but you can't. Um, and then you also have a family option as well. So you have a lot of family members that are everyone in the family is riding. So, for example, uh, dog walking, it's also the same. Uh, the dog walking would basically at the moment be 273 rand for one person. That person has the option to add on up to three additional members for 101 rand each, making it substantially cheaper to apply with other people. Yes. That's for the level one. The level two, there's no multi-user, which is what we call it. There is, however, one with the level three. So with the level three, you're looking at a cost of... 555 for the first one. If you apply separately, everyone pays 555. If you apply simultaneously, the first one is 555, and then per additional would be 233. Okay. So you take 555, 233 times 3, get a total amount of 1254, divide that by 4. Okay. And then, um, yeah, certain activities, like, uh, for example, fishing, that would mainly be for uh, the section. Obviously, Table Mountain has different sections, so... Yes. Certain sections of the park you can do activities, certain sections you can't. Okay. So, for example, in Cape Point, the Cape of Good Hope, you can't walk your dog. Ah. But you can fish. But if you're fishing, you need the activity permit, but you also need your standard uh, Department of Forestry and Fisheries permit from your post office. Um, yeah. So, um, obviously, the Sandparks has the, um, the aim of making, uh, you know, a park for all, so everyone has access regardless of your background. Uh, so the green card was made to give uh, people that opportunity, people that are not as well off as others, to make it affordable, uh, affordable for everyone. So you basically have this green card, which is only, at the moment, 147 rand. You get 12 entries for the year into all the local areas. So it's a local access card that's beneficial for Cape Townian. So you basically have to be a South African that resides in Cape Town to buy a card. To apply, you you basically, like activity permit, you need two ID photos, your ID, 
And then for the green card, you also need a proof of address to prove you are a Cape Townian resident. And that basically gives you uh, 12 entries for the year. Um, it's based on the tariff of Cape Point. So if you go to Cape Point now, for example, you would pay 147 whereas the green card, you pay 147 for 12 um, And it's also cool because you can take family or friend on the card with you if they're South African and they don't have to pay either. So green card, as we were saying, would be your local access for Cape Mountain. Uh, if people are going more than 12 times in the year, because the green card, you can only get one a year. So once you've used the 12, you either have to start paying, or what most people do is they look at getting a wild card. Wild card is basically a national version of the green card. So you have access into 80-odd parks around the country. So all of Sand Parks, Cape Nature, Ezembelo, Msini, Swaziland, over 80 parks, and that's unlimited access. That one, you either get an individual card, couple or family. Prices obviously vary among those. Um, yeah, so unlimited access, all the national parks, that mainly comes into benefit when people are overnighting in the park. So like if you're overnighting in Kruger, for example, you're looking at paying conservation fees per day. So uh, as a South African, you pay, uh, I believe it's 86 rand per day at the moment, per day, per person. So if you get a wild card, it basically covers those fees. So um, you'll be spending uh, seven days. You take seven times 86. You compare that to the cost as an individual for a wild card, it's 570. Yes. So it quickly adds up to be worth it. Um, and then you also get some other benefits as well, like the green card and wild card give you discounts on the cable car. Um, yeah, a wild card also, those rates are purely for South Africans. So you have a South African rate, like the national park gates, you have your South African conservation fee, which is obviously cheaper. And then as a foreigner, so you have your foreigners coming from abroad. They also have a wild card, but it's basically... A substantial amount, more amount of money because obviously they have the foreign currency. So it's the same at the gate. At Kruger, we would pay 86. At, they would pay, I think it's about 300 and, uh, let's say 320 odd. And then they also have the international wildcard, which is, yeah, about quadruple the price almost.